Hello and welcome to Transitions Matter. In this lesson, we'll be lying both on our back and on our side. You'll need a couple of folded bath towels for your head, unless you are comfortable with resting it on your arm, which would need to lie fairly straight upwards. You might also like to read the article I've written accompanying this lesson called Engaging Curiosity. My name is Nikila Ludlow. One of the most common things I've noticed in my classes over the years is that many of us have ideas about what learning is and how to do it. While in fact, awareness through movement lessons offer a way to learn all of us once knew and many of us have now forgotten. I thought we might take a typical movement sequence that'll be at least recognisable to many of you, which belongs to the group of transitional movements that I've often noticed tend to get ignored or taken for granted. So, now you've got your towels ready, please lay on your back on the floor without anything under your head unless you really need it for your comfort. And take a moment to notice your contact with the floor. What part of you presses most heavily into the floor? Perhaps the back of your head or your heels, maybe one heel more than the other, or your pelvis or the back of your chest. And are there any gaps between you and the floor? Anywhere you do not touch it? Maybe behind your lower back? Or behind your neck? Or behind your knees? How does your breath come and go? Right now, as if as it is without doing anything to improve or change it. How do your legs lie? Do they feel equal in length? Does one feel longer? If so, which one? Sense the weight of your pelvis on the floor. Is that equal? Or is one side heavier? Your back. Do the two sides of your back lie equally? How do your shoulders feel? Do they contact the floor? Maybe one contacts the floor more fully than the other. How do your arms lie? Do they feel the same length? Do they press the floor equally along their length? How do your head and neck lie? Is there any tension in your face that maybe you don't need right now? Can you soften your jaw, relax your forehead? And letting go of any extraneous effort anywhere in you. Just noticing how you lie here right now. And then please roll onto your right side and lie with your legs on top of each other 
and your head either on the two towels or on your arm and your arm would be long pointing upwards and have your left palm standing on the floor in front of your chest so that your forearm is more or less vertical and this will be your starting position which we will keep returning to throughout this lesson. Before going any further, a word about this particular way of learning through moving. Organic learning is the learning the way a child or baby naturally learns. So we'll be doing as they might, making repetitions, finding different ways of doing things, altering details like tempo and pace and range of movement. We will be exploring things that feel good, feel pleasurable, and we won't do anything that's painful. And if I suggest a movement that is painful for you, then just explore doing what you can comfortably. And that might be very, very small, but keep your focus on enjoyment and play, on smoothness lightness and ease and finding a quality of movement that feels good. I will give you rests periodically but if you need more rests than I offer then feel free to take them. We learn better when we give ourselves time and comfortable conditions. Now how did you get from your back to your side? There are maybe a hundred and one different ways of doing it. None are wrong. And each of us will probably have done something completely different. So roll onto your back again and repeat the movement of rolling onto your side. And maybe now you're watching yourself, you can find out a little bit about how you do that. How do you begin? What do you do next? And so on. And when you reverse it to go back onto your back, do you reverse the sequence that you did to get onto your side? I ask a lot of questions in my lessons. If you read the article, you will have read the poem entitled Living in the Questions. Questions engage our curiosity. Maybe you're beginning to notice that you have many different ways of rolling from your back to your side. So let's try a few things. Perhaps as we continue you could think about how it might be to explore the way a young baby who is learning to do it for the very first time might go about things. Whose spine developed before their limbs did. Who is fully formed but has yet to develop muscle tone. And who was born with a reflex in place that enables curling into a ball if in the instance they're dropped. So you're lying on your right side 
Your legs are bent and laying on top of each other and the left hand is standing with the palm on the floor in front of your chest. Begin to make a movement of moving your back backwards, making yourself round and then let your back come back to where it started from again and repeat that. And see if you can find a nice, gentle, easy way of repeating that movement many times, of rounding your back backwards. All the instructions I'm going to give you are in reference to you. So forwards is in front of you. Up is toward or above your head and down is toward or below your feet. Backward is in the direction of behind you. and So as you round your back, it moves a little bit backwards as if you had a wall behind you that you wanted to touch with your back. And then you move it back to where it started from again and keep repeating that. Pausing momentarily before you round it again. Noticing your breathing. Do you exhale as you round your back? Do you inhale? How would it be to use your exhale that pulls your belly in to round your back? And with your left hand standing on the floor in front of the chest as you round your back, you may notice the there is a gap appearing between your forearm and chest that gets bigger the more your back rounds. You're making this movement with the big flexor muscles of your trunk exactly as a baby might. And notice that the rounding of your back and the, its movement backwards affects the way your head and pelvis lie. Your head starts to come a little forwards as if your head and your tail might one day meet. And each time you get back to neutral, back to where you started from, just checking is there any extraneous effort that you could let go of and then come back to the movement again. Same movement. Keep on doing that. But now, add another movement. Now begin to slide that left palm forwards. So that's the opposite direction to your back, which is still going backwards. Slide your left palm forwards on the floor. That's it. Not lifting the hand, but sliding it. And it comes back to where it started from as your back does. So the two movements are kind of like one movement done simultaneously. And keep on doing that, sliding your left hand forwards as your back goes backwards. But now begin to explore different areas of the floor in front of you. So that left arm is always lengthening as the hands slide forwards, always getting straighter. And 
Each time you slide the left hand forward as your back goes backward, it goes a little bit higher up towards your face, a little bit further upwards. That's it. Each time, a little bit like spokes of the wheel. Or it can slide forward and go in an arc upwards. The hand always stays on the floor until it is lengthening and sliding on the floor higher up by your face. And at a certain point, you can't go any further unless you begin to let your left shoulder move backward. As you round your back with the arm long, and as your shoulder goes back, then your head begins to turn. That's it. Just what's easy. And then reversing that movement and coming back onto your right side where you started. And then repeat that again, rounding the back backwards, lengthening the left arm forwards and upwards. And when it can't go forwards and upwards anymore, then start to take the left shoulder backwards Exploring how you can turn your face towards the ceiling with moving the left shoulder backwards. So you don't really do anything with the arm after you've lengthened it up by your face. The movement comes from taking your back backwards and your shoulder backwards. That's it. And then you go back to lying on the side. And you keep repeating this. Maybe you can have a sense of feeling a little curious to discover the environment around you. And as you continue, think about your left leg. And when you're ready, next time you round your back and slide your left hand forwards, also unbend your left knee so that the foot goes forward like the hand does. But the hand then sweeps upward towards the head. Can you let the, the straightened leg sweep downwards? Can you let your left hip move backwards as your left shoulder moves backwards? And then you reverse that and come back onto your right side again. Pause momentarily where you started and then repeat that, including the leg with the arm. And the whole movement is led by the rounding of your back backwards. So that if you were going to end up lying on your back, it would be the lower back that would arrive on the floor first. And the limbs just trail. That's it. And then coming onto your right side again, pausing a moment. And then once again, rounding the back, lengthening the arm, unbending the leg. And then as the arm sweeps up, the leg sweeps down. The hip goes back as the shoulder goes back. The whole left side opens, lengthens. The leg and the arm move apart from each other. The fingers and toes trail along the floor. Remember, this, this is a movement that you knew from when you were very, very small. You're just exploring the very early movements. The limbs kind of do nothing. The movement all comes from the middle of you. 
and you're just doing what's comfy and easy, what you can do. Getting better at what we can do helps us start to be able to do new things. Practice makes perfect, right? So let that moment where you start to meet some discomfort be the moment to reverse the movement and go back to lying on your side. And for some people it might be more than enough to explore the first few centimeters of these movements and to repeat those many times, exploring the coordination and the, the synchronicity, the harmony, the, 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 the breath, the movement of the back backwards, the limbs separating and trailing, allowing what is gentle and smooth and pleasurable to be your goal. Little pauses whenever you need to, just resting, laying on your side. Maybe even just imagining how you might feel the floor touching your back and how you might get there. And if it feels interesting to you, each time you come to lie again on your right side, now begin to think of bringing the left elbow and the left knee closer to each other, sliding them towards each other on the floor. Even almost touching. And you'll find that to do that, you're almost laying on your front. Your back's a very different shape now, isn't it? And then back to being on your right side and then begin to move the back backwards and separate and trail the limbs. And for those that find rolling to the back is really, really easy, you may already have rolled all the way to your back by now. And then coming back onto your side, this is how you're feeling now. as the way you feel changed since we started. And then in your own way and your own time, just come to lie on your back and take a good rest on your back. Do you feel a bit asymmetrical? Is it okay to allow the two sides of you to be different? Are you longer, wider, softer? Does your face feel different on one side than the other? Perhaps one eye feels bigger. If you were going to get up now, which side would you choose to roll to? Just think about it. And then, because it's time for us to stop now, go ahead and roll to whichever side you feel drawn to, and any side, and come slowly up to standing in your own time. But when you arrive on your feet, notice what is the very first thing that you notice. Perhaps you feel heavier. Perhaps you feel lighter or that your weight is distributed over your feet somehow differently? How does your back feel? Where's your horizon? 
When you're ready, walk a little bit around your space. Which way did you go? Did you go straight ahead? Did you go left? Did you go right? Is it easier for you to turn one way more than the other? Do the two sides of you feel very different as you walk? How is it to allow that? This is a bit of a potted version of a longer lesson, but maybe you could rerun the recording now and do the, everything to the other side. Remembering that the focus here is to just do what you can comfortably and focus on what feels pleasurable and not to do anything that hurts. Just as a young being might. I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope you can have a sense of how exploring movement in this way especially these transitional movements that we so take for granted, can help you. Thank you.